I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So I just wanted to remind you guys that I'm actually going to be traveling tomorrow. So bear with me if there's any sound glitches or just not the top quality for Friday's episode. Um, Last time I tried to travel with my microphone, shit hit the fan. My microphone was destroyed. So I'm actually putting it in my checked luggage this time and hoping for the best. Keep your fingers crossed for me. Um, Today we have two mini stories for you guys and then a bunch of stories that are all related to the same topic that I've been kind of like sitting on waiting for a good time to talk about and today's the day. So without further ado, let's jump in. For our first mini story today, Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to federal gun charges. So again, this is kind of expected. He was willing to play ball if it meant keeping his dad out of things and keeping things really quiet and minimal. But now that it's officially gotten messy, he plans to fight these charges. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted, but he is officially pled not guilty. Next up for today, McCarthy got removed from the speakership, you guys. This was one of those situations where it kind of happened right as I was heading to record this. So tomorrow we will deep dive into this because there's a lot to talk about here. How it happened. What are the ramifications? Is he going to try and run again? You know, there's just a lot to unpack. So I just wanted to let you guys know that that happened. So if you see the headlines, you know, and tomorrow we will, you know, overanalyze it. We'll go into the details. We will get into the nitty gritty. Anywho, for the theme for today, it unfortunately is child endangerment. So content warning, all of these stories do have to do with various types of child endangerment. I'm not going to lie. I cried a lot while writing this episode. That said, these stories are important because these kids matter and we need to get their stories out get awareness up and help support these families and make sure that these things don't happen again. Let's get into it. So first and foremost, the story about fentanyl at a daycare. Yeah, you guys may have seen headlines about this already and wondered what the hell this is all about. Three people have now been charged since a sweet one-year-old boy, Nicholas Dominic, died from suspected fentanyl exposure. The people running this New York City daycare literally had fentanyl hidden under the floorboards where children were playing and napping. I mean, honestly, what kind of sick fuck does that? Like, that is just, oh my god, of all the places to put it. I'm literally so heartbroken for the parents. 
and really anyone who loved this child who did not deserve this. But actually, four children at the daycare showed signs of opioid exposure, which just completely broke my heart. The owners of the daycare have been charged with murder of, quote, depraved indifference, end quote. As the mom of a one-year-old little boy myself, that fucking hurts to read, just that someone could be indifferent to endangering children. My heart is with those parents right now, and I'm so grateful that this daycare is being shut down so that no other children will be harmed there. And next up in our stories today, this is a super short one, but I wanted to let you guys know that a school bus crashed in Ohio. This happened back in August, and again, it wasn't super breaking news, so I, you know, kind of filed it away, but a school bus full of kids kind of went missing in Ohio. It didn't show up, and you know, that's just every parent's worst nightmare. <laughs> but it turns out a minivan had pulled right in front of this school bus on the highway and they just weren't able to stop in time. You know, school buses are heavy. One student was fully ejected from the school bus and unfortunately died on impact. 23 additional children were injured, though, in this crash. Luckily, only one of those injuries required hospitalization, though. But guys, be careful when you're driving on the highway. I still don't drive on the highway. It scares the living hell out of me. So (laughs) that is just not my thing. It is where the bad accidents happen. So just don't be aggressive. Let people pass. If you see someone being aggressive, get the fuck away from them. Not fun. Anywho, then the next two stories have to do with children going missing. So a toddler went missing in the woods with her dog. So this story had me so emotional, you guys. And again, being the parent of a toddler myself, I can just really relate to these parents and can only imagine the emotions they were experiencing. Basically, a two-year-old little girl walked barefoot into the woods behind her home while she was playing outside in northern rural Michigan. Her mom went looking for her, just wanting to check on her. But her uncle, who was in the backyard, said that he had told her to go inside because she was barefoot. So the uncle who was outside thought the little girl was inside. And the mom who was inside thought that she was outside. So they started freaking out, obviously. Looked, called her name, could not find her in the home or in the yard. And understandably freaked the fuck out and called the police. Luckily, the police did their job, which is not always the case, but they swung into action. They used drones and canine teams and more to locate this precious little girl. And they finally found her in the woods around midnight. I'm sure her parents were worried sick. Her mom said that she was in a complete daze at this point, just out of panic. And it turns out the little girl had curled up with two of the family's dogs in the woods to try and sleep. One of the dogs actually found the search teams and then led them to the little girl and the second dog, who she was actually using as a pillow. It was about 60 degrees out and she was, again, barefoot. So she just curled up to keep warm with the dog and had her head on the dog as a pillow. The dog initially growled growled at the search crew out of protection for the little girl which I thought was also so sweet what a pair of good doggies I know if they were my pets they would be eating well for the rest of their lives after that ordeal I'm so glad that she was found perfectly okay 
And that leads us to our next story about a child going missing. Fortunately, I will give a spoiler alert. This one also has a happy ending. But there was a nine-year-old little girl who went missing in New York. So this is a bit of a more serious story, I will say. A nine-year-old girl in upstate New York went on an evening bike ride all alone on the weekend and she disappeared. She was on a camping trip with her family near Albany and she went on a bike ride around this lake and a 48-hour search for the girl began because unlike the toddler who was in her own yard, this girl was a bit older and she'd been pretty far from her family when she vanished so they really didn't know where she could be. No one wanted to believe that she had been abducted, but it began to look that way. So when a ransom note appeared, it really confirmed things. Yes, Charlotte had been a kidnapping victim. So how would they recover her? Well, the police were able to pull a fingerprint off of this ransom note, and luckily it had a match in the system. And I will say this is another case where the police did their job and really showed up in those pivotal hours. We hear time and time again about how that's not the case. And I think the fact that both these stories have happy endings are due to the fact the police responded the way that they should. Craig Nelson Ross Jr. had been fingerprinted when he was arrested for drunken driving back in 1999. The police then raided his home, actually his mother's home, where he had parked a camper on the property in Milton, New York, and they found Charlotte there hidden in a cupboard. She was safe, at least physically. I'm sure this incident was completely traumatic for her, and I hope that she was not harmed. Over 400 law enforcement officials aided in the search, including some from the FBI, park rangers, and even private citizens. Kidnapping by strangers, I have to emphasize, is incredibly rare. But so is finding the child safe and sound. So it is totally to the credit of the police for swinging into action that she was located safely. I'm praying for her healing. And for our final story on this subject today, Tyson and Purdue Farms are facing child labor investigations. So Tyson and Purdue Farm food companies are now under investigation by the U.S. Labor Department due to reports that they were using migrant children to staff their facilities against child labor laws. New York Times Magazine, I don't know if you guys remember, had done an expose on this subject, finding that the children were working overnight shifts cleaning the meat plants, you guys. They were going to school during the day and then taking these night shifts to help feed their families, I'm assuming, to help, you know, do everything they could for their families. But there were two groups that were potentially involved, QSI and Fayette Industrial, who basically staffed the cleaning of these facilities that belonged to Tyson and Purdue Farms. A letter went out from the White House basically letting them know that they better look into this and find out what's going on because they are going to be investigated. So again, if you guys remember, this all came out at first back in April, but now that investigation is officially underway. Thank goodness. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote. The world will ask you who you are. And if you don't know, the world will tell you.
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.